Welcome to the Mouse Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We're your hosts, Jennifer. Hello. Lori. Hi. And Juliana, that's me. Our Mouska fans know how much we Mouska Moms love Epcot and an Epcot festival specifically, but we feel like we don't pay enough attention to the awesome fare you can find around the world showcase during non-festival times. So today's the day. We're going to eat around the world and let you in on our favorite snacks throughout the world showcase. But first, of course, let's wet our whistle with the Mouska cocktail. Lori? All right, so for today's Mouska cocktail, we are going to focus on a World Showcase staple that you can find at any time of the year at one of our favorite places in Morocco at the Spice Road table. It is the Moroccan Mule. Um, It's a twist on the original mule with a blend of their fig vodka, ginger beer, agave, and lime. Um, I've had this one multiple times. It's delicious. You can also- I've had it once. It was terrible. I loved it. (laughs) I think we were getting ready for to record a podcast that Juliana entitled, Everything that you can order at Spice Road Table for an alcoholic beverage is delicious. Fight me. And so I went and I ordered it and it was horrible. Even you said it was horrible, but you refused to throw it away because that would be a waste. You meaning me or Lori? You meaning you. I don't remember that, but I do remember getting it once and being like, this is not as good as I remember it. It used to be. Yeah. So like, because I was raving about this drink to Jen and then we got it. See, I think you guys just got a bad one. because I think we just got a bad one. Yeah, I've had it a few because you can actually, you can get it at Spice Road Table. You can also get it. They have that quick service location where you walk up to the bar and order. Yeah. And I've walked up to the bar and ordered it and walked out. My only concern with it is when you do get it for on the go, it's in a plastic cup and not a mule um, glass. But I see, I've had this a few times and it is good. They do taste a bit different though. And I think the difference is how much the bartender puts in the agave. I've only ever gotten it at the Tangerine Bar where that you were describing. And it was so not good when Jen and I had it that I actually thought maybe it wasn't the drink. I ordered the wrong drink because it is delicious. It I is think it was really a fluke. Good. That's I why it, the first time I had it, I think, was with Lori. Yeah. And you guys had had it since. And I think and that's why I put it on as our Mouska cocktail, because I want to make a note to ourselves to try it again, because I do think that that was a fluke this last time. Yeah. But I just remember it being so funny because you're like the best drinks that you can find in Epcot are all at Spice Road table. Fight me. And then we ordered that. And I was like, "Ooh." I know, but it's true. So we can fight about it forever and then maybe that will be a future podcast episode once they redeem themselves once they redeem yeah i had this one in spring break when we were when my family was there because eric stopped and got this one for me because it is one of my favorites so that's more recent than when we had it it was it was good i do feel there there i think it's the agave that could throw it off though but you're also not huge vodka drinkers so oh i love a vodka if it was rum and i love a mule okay 
Well, and they make that other drink with their fig vodka, which is delicious. Remember um, most what it, drinks are with the fig yeah. vodka. Is that the one with the little star and the yeah, that they right? come off? Yes. That one is. That's usually at festivals, right? right? It's not what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> this one you can get all the time, which is why it's such a good, yeah, yes. we need to give it another try. Yes. Let's all do right. it. So snacks that are not at fest only at festivals. Yes. So snacks, we do we do love our festivals, but um if you can get to Epcot during a non-festival time, which is harder and harder to do because there are so many of them, do take advantage of still eating and drinking around the world, but try to go for those snacks that you can find every day of the year. Um, so we're eating around the world. So of course, we're the Mouska Moms. We're starting in Canada. Exactly. Enough said. Uh, I think that, I think we've proven that we're right with that. I don't we think are. we even I'll be discuss. in Canada when this airs in two days. Okay. Back but real, back. real Canada, not. <laughs> not Epcot Canada. Not Epcot Canada. Epcot Canada. Canada, Canada. But if you wear your Epcot Canada ears to Canada, Canada, I mean, good for you. I bet you I'd find a lot of friends that way. I should. Maybe I'll bring them. All right. Anyways, Canada. Snacks. Canada. Canada. Canada snacks. So you all know we, we love our Canada booth stops. Canada for snacks on every day is a little bit more difficult, but so for your on the go snacks, get your refillable popcorn bucket and their maple popcorn is delicious. I love it. My kids eat it like crazy. It tastes like Cracker Jacks without the nuts. Yeah. It's good. Um, and we, you know, we love our refillable popcorn buckets because it's such a, a cheap snack and all your kids can share and everybody's happy. But it's not the most exciting thing in the world. So if you want something exciting from your eating around the world in Canada that still qualifies as a snack serving, you're gonna have to go into Le Cellier and order their cheese and charcuterie plate because it's the best thing I've ever had in my entire life. I'm ever. actually, I think Le Cellier should have a to-go window. Right, with this item and with their cheese totally. And they should do this item where you can take it to go in a to-go package. I would be very excited and I would pay up more. I would too. So Bob, make Joshy, it make it Joshy, happen. if you're listening. <laughs> the, um, the other one I would add on here is, so festival, they always have a special uh, poutine. But their actual normal poutine is always on the menu. And I their normal poutine is fantastic. It is very good. Also, you'll have to go inside to La Cellier to get that. They have it in the refreshment port too. Yes, you can go next door at the refreshment yeah. port. This is a great stop. I didn't add that to her around the world. So if you want to go there, I'll count that as Canada. It's it's Canada. There's no poutine. poutine. I mean, it's poutine. Absolutely. So um, the UK. The UK. How can you go there and not get fish and chips? And they have their mm -hmm. little fish and chips window. Um, but if we're just talking snack and not a whole meal, you can just order a side of their chips with the malt vinegar and it's delicious. Fish and chips are a snack. <laughs> it is if you're sharing. And it is. Fish and chips is a snack. It it's, is. It's about as I would say their full fish and chips would be about as filling as a gigantic Mickey pretzel with cheese. 
it's still their fish and chips is really good. It like never disappoints and you can share it. And I think what really qualifies something as a snack is its walkability. And you can definitely walk around the world showcase munching on your fish and chips and it's fine. But if you don't want that much, you can just get the chips with the malt vinegar and then you're sort of UK-ish. I don't think there's really any other great snack in the No, that's what I was going to say. My only problem with the UK is they have such beautiful grounds, buildings, shops, everything. They have one restaurant and one quick service and that's like, and one like to go. And I'm like, you have so much land over there. I know. Something else in there, back by the garden, put something else back. They need another pub. Yeah, need something more. Agreed. Agreed. And I totally wish that they would. They it's a beautiful pavilion too, with all the gardens and everything. I, I wish they had more seating back in that. Yeah, area there's too. nowhere to sit. It's almost like they don't want you to linger there. <laughs> yeah, but they have concerts back there, so clearly they have yeah. concerts. Yeah, they have concerts back there, and then uh, by the fish and chips in front of the water, they have all that seating there. I know, which yes, is sort which of a hidden beautiful. gem. People don't really know you can go back there because most of it is for the table service, you know, restaurant. But there's just like three tables right next to them that yeah. you can just which use. We have watched fireworks from there before, and it's a great hidden Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Um, um, we talk about how we want more food there, but as I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, I don't know what UK food yeah well that might be the reason like what a scotch egg like what are you gonna eat from well, the they egg? no they could do a tea house and do a really cute little that tea. would be awesome if they did a that little would be adorable um, Joshy, yeah. well, again. They, have, they have the tea shop back there right yeah they but there tea. is a missed opportunity they used and to do sandwiches tea little sandwiches little tea sandwiches yes. they could do a fancy tea service with like alice in wonderland and mary poppins you mean and... kind of like exactly what they used to do at 1900 park fair absolutely but th- isn't this such a much better venue for that well i mean why not do both Right. First, bring back 1900 Park Fair. Amen. All right. So I think that France has the opposite problem. Would you agree? Yes. This was difficult to narrow down. There's too much going on in France. It, It was difficult to narrow down. So when I was going through everything, I kind of figured... Um, Lori would kill me if I didn't include anything sweet because, you know, I prefer a savory snack. But if you're going to get a sweet snack, this is this is the pavilion to do it in because there's there are so many options. Um, So I I, yeah, so I wasn't going to say anything from Les Halles because that's just a little too broad. (laughs) So I did narrow it down Um, the ice cream martini from L'Artisan de Glace is delicious. That has two scoops of ice cream with a shot of Grand Marnier and whipped cream vodka or rum. Or you can choose to do the croque glace, which is a scoop of your choice of ice cream and sauce in a homemade brioche that's pressed warm. It's so delicious. So we have the alcoholic option versus the non-alcoholic option, both really, really good, both in the little ice cream shop and Anything you can possibly purchase at Les Halles. Yeah, Les Halles. Les Halles. But, well, two things. It's Les Halles and... Tiny cheesecake. 
<laughs> I know, seriously. When well, I lived in sure. France. You could, no, it could be either way. I was just teasing you because you expected me to. You could say it either way. So I have had both of these from Artisan de Gloss, and I'm going to side on the martini side, and not just because it's alcoholic, but I, <laughs> I think that has a large part to do with it. For sure. There's just, I think with the croque gloss, you have to be very specific about like how much sauce you want them to put on it. It can get like a soggy mess. It tastes delicious. So if you're But the nice thing. I'm picky. We know this. But the nice thing is that this, this snack is made to order. So you can be picky with that. You can. you can pick and choose. Like I, every time I've gotten this, I've asked the cast member, what's your favorite and had them make that because I can't make a decision to save my life. Um, but you can say, you know, don't put a lot, it, it's made to order, which is why I like it. Everything that you'll find at lay on yeah. <laughs> is going to be pre-made, which it's still delicious. The macaron and the, don't they have a macaron ice cream sandwich you can get there? Like it's really good stuff, but it's all um, good. And it actually really is good like it's, it's really, really good. good no it's good so, I was gonna say, they're just plain bread with cheese it's like bread delicious. cheese delicious they do a quiche yeah. for breakfast that you can get that's a little yeah. snack size delicious yeah it's all good stuff honestly in fact I'm gonna I'm gonna actually say that I like the permanent French food often better than the festival French food I agree but I think it's so hard to bypass the festival stuff because yeah. it's so exciting and temporary that I think yeah. we I think often the, make that mistake I think the problem is we go to the France kiosk because not for the food but for the slushy martini that they are selling with that kiosk always then you get drawn into whatever food they have the kiosk because you're already true. there and you already waited in line you don't want to wait on two lines i don't want to wait right. on two lines that's why i don't usually make it back there for that snack because the martini gets me at the kiosk plus both of those the ice cream place and the bakery are both in the back of the pavilion so it's more of a commitment and those, <laughs> those lines can get if not longer than the kiosk those exactly i was just gonna say it's a commitment that it seems everyone in the park is willing to make whenever i am too because the lines are so long because it's open. the best place to get a snack in all of epcot which is why we strongly agree believe that you need to go start in canada i will give a a, a little Malika tip here that if you would like to go there to get there right at 11 o'clock when it opens and you can start your morning with a martini because that's when the line is not too long it's exactly at 11 o'clock uh, anything else it goes sky high right before the fireworks sky high uh, all right Good, good masketeers. Yes. If you're okay having a ice cream martini at 11 o'clock, which why not should you? Um, that's I when like you my ice cream martinis around 2.30 in the afternoon. That's why you wait in lines. I know. Because everybody wants an ice cream martini at 2.30 in the afternoon in Orlando. I know. But any time of day, it's delicious. Uh, as we're walking around the World Showcase, the next pavilion we're going to get to is Morocco, which is so underrated and amazing. Um, we talked about the drinks and how we need to do some more research for Juliana's podcast idea. But their snack that they have year-round is house-made hummus fries that they serve with a uh, like a dipping sauce of citrus, chipotle, and preserved lemon. 
It's delicious. Have you had this before? I, no, but you, you I've, it's, you don't agree with me. I expected more. I wanted more. Did you have it after Jen raved about it? Jen has raved no. about it to us before. So you had it before she, I was wondering it. if it was like an expectation reality thing. No, I had it during like COVID times had it. Um, I, it's not my favorite. It's okay. It's okay. I do my, I think my problem is I love their festival food, like love their festival food. I agree. But anytime I eat their non-festival, I just sit there and want the festival food. So it's okay. I, think I love it. I think it's really good. I think it's one of those situations like the cocktail, though, that it depends on your chef slash bartender because that can it can get real soggy if they're not frying up those hummus fries crispy enough. Yes. Well, I'm going to have to try it next time to be the tiebreaker here. It's a good one. Um, all right. Moving on to Japan. Um, Japan's another one where I usually love their food at the festivals. Um, and, huh? You love their food at the festivals? Yeah, Japan. They always do like the really good sushi pieces or the sushi flower pots or the sushi donut. That's it. As long as they're not cooking it. Right. Exactly. Or as long as they're not making it with, into a drink with yuzu. Exactly. Um, but one of their staples that they have, which you either love it or you hate it, is at the Kabuki Cafe, which is right, you know, along the the, the pathway on the World Showcase. It's kakigori with, with condensed milk. So it's shaved ice, but they put condensed milk on top of it. It's really delicious. People love this. And it's huge. They it's give you, like, huge. It's ginormous. It costs like, seven bucks and it's. It's like as big as your head. It's huge. I can't. I can't and it. it's like kids love it because you get to pick your flavor, rainbow, strawberry, melon, cherry, tangerine, blue raspberry. Whose kids don't go for the blue raspberry because they love to turn blue. I'm I'm gonna say try the melon with the condensed milk. I'm telling you, it's so good. It's refreshing. It's surprising to hear you say that because it's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a dessert, it's but not it's a drink. Then. Not a dessert, yeah. it's ice. Yes, but Lord, so you don't have to feel anytime soon. <laughs> it's, you don't have I to feel guilty about it. It's shaved ice. It's, I am not usually one to point out prices with food. Usually I'm there for the experience. I'm like, whatever. That's why it's priced that way. You are paying $7 for ice. It's huge. And it milk can, and syrup. And milk and syrup. And you can share it with two people. With milk and syrup. You're paying $7 for ice and milk and syrup. That makes it so That's ice cream. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. You don't have to. That's the beauty of it. That's no, the beauty you, of do, it. you do there have to do the work next in one. There. there is work and there's other flavors and there's work. I can't. I can't. I, you know what? I will say, I will. That line is always huge. It's huge. next to the funnel. It's so popular. On America. And those two lines constantly like butt ends against each other. It, it is, people love it. They love it. Good for them. Good it's for Disney. Funnel $7 on ice. All right. Well, speaking about the American Pavilion, I did not choose funnel cakes as our must-get snack. You can get a funnel cake anywhere. You can get a funnel yeah. cake anywhere in any park or amusement park in the world, actually. Um, but for this one, I'm going to Regal Eagle Smokehouse, which you know I love good barbecue, and this is a fan favorite. It never disappoints. And if you're just looking for 
a snackable, shareable item that's savory, try the loaded burnt end fries, which are French fries topped with burnt ends, mac and cheese, and onion rings. It's totally could be a meal. I have not had this and I need to, we've had their fries in general are good. So good. That's a lot of stuff. It's so good. And it's shareable and you sit for a while and you get a good beer on top of this. It's just a dollop. Oh, okay. I can handle it. No, it's just on the top. The mate, huh? I just feel like the mac and cheese puts it over the top. But it's, it's the main star of this are the, it's the fries and the other stuff is just like the accompaniment, accoutrements. It's like an American version of poutine. Yes. It sounds amazing and I need it. And you sit there, you go, you make your little pit stop, you get, you grab a beer at that outdoor. I love Regal Eagle so much. Um, But if you're not in the mood for that much food. Their house-made pickles are a hit every single time. They are so delicious. So good. So you could just get that. I love it a day. But they're sliced pickles. It's not like at Disneyland where you can where you can get like a big honking pickle to walk around. No, and these are made in-house, and they're like a little bit spicy, and they're They're so good. Yeah, though the big pickles from Disneyland are they're it's a big pickle. They're just a pre-packaged pickle. I know, but it's a big pickle commitment. I can't like. Oh my god! And they're not a pre-packaged pickle. They're like they're they're in little. It's like each individual pickle. I think they're made in house too. I don't know that for sure because it's not like us. It's like just like a zip tie on the top of the pickle. You're right. I forgot that you walked around with one because you you couldn't live without. (laughs) It was so good. I'm dreaming about this pickle. It was so good. That was the snack that won. It's the best snack in Disneyland. And I tried them all. Maybe we should have a pickle episode. I think we'd go over great. Are there enough? I don't I think, think there are enough. Be. We should discuss. I would do yeah. that research on for sure. This charcuterie board we were talking about in Canada, there's delicious pickles on there. Oh my God, you're right. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of pickles, <laughs> should we move on to ice cream? <laughs> Uh, none of us are pregnant. <laughs> Just pointing that out there, please. Um, yeah, so Italy is our next pavilion. And that one's a real interesting one because you've heard us talk about the Italy pavilion during festivals and how it's a definite 100% of the time skip for us. On the other hand, for non-festival festival snacks, this is like yum, um, they're gelatos, fantastic. It's like eating gelato in Italy. And if you sit and look up at the architecture, you can almost believe that you're in Italy eating a gelato. It's very good. Oh, yeah, but I, that wasn't even my my choice. Right. This is kind of like a, the Italian riff on the the gloss croque or whatever, croque glass or whatever it is in France with the brioche. Yes. This is an Italian donut filled with ice cream, a warm Italian donut filled with ice cream. A warm sugar-coated Italian donut. I need to try this next time for sure. I need to have this. I need, this needs to happen. We need to do a side-by-side comparison of the croque glass and the Viva Vivoli or the Bombolato. Yeah. And that would make a great podcast blog article. Indeed. I like it. I like it. I'm behind. Put it on our to-do list. Yeah. Yeah. This one is a little bit sweeter. 
than the one in France because the donut is sugar coated. The one in France is not a donut at all. It's like no. a, it's bread. bread. Still delicious, but we do. I, let's do it side by side. That'd be good. Absolutely. We'll do side by side desserts. This or that desserts in Epcot. <gasps> Genius. We got to get to Epcot. Okay. For people listening, she comes up with this idea, but then it's good. We can't. That mean, it never happens because I know. Where I is your forget. Book? Where is what? There you go. Your yeah. Book. Oh, she's writing it in her book. Oh, because okay. if not, we sit here in a couple months and we'll be like, so which we write? We don't have any ideas. And then we're like, didn't we come up with an idea one time on a podcast? And it was brilliant. Yeah. And it was Taylor, brilliant. if you're listening, <laughs> remind us of this one. Yeah. This or that desserts Epcot. And pickles. Pickles. Pickles is not going to be an episode. <laughs> Anyway, can we finish and, this and entire the, episode on pickles? <laughs> and all all drinks at Spice Road Table are delicious. Fight me. I'm writing that down. But let's continue this. Sorry, episode. we're losing our list. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts, and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. So the next stop, Lori's going to love as well because we're going to Germany. And this is not your pretzel and beer stop. This, if you don't go into the caramel coochie, (laughs) then you are missing out because everything, just like in France, every item in that bakery and ice cream shop is delicious. Every single thing they sell in the caramel couche uh the is is amazing i don't know how you say it i think it's caramel kuka that's what i'm going with well i'm gonna call it the caramel coochie as we do i thought that was an inside joke but apparently <laughs> we're telling everyone. everyone uh we love our listener okay so I agree, everything in there is really good. And who knew? Who knew that German desserts were so delicious? I guess a lot I of did. people, right? Yeah, they're delicious. Because yeah. what if there's a word for it, Konditermeister, right? A Konditer is like a German baker. Oh, I don't know. She's multilingual, as she'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that one time that you were in Germany when you took the train from Paris? I have never been to Germany. Uh, we'll be there in a couple I'll be there soon month oh my god like next month holy I'm moly so excited. i'll be there in one two three weeks oh she'll my be god there first. she'll be there first anyway in the caramel cookie there's the caramel <laughs> pecan bar <laughs> which is so delicious it's all the things that you think of that are delicious nuts and pecans and caramel and what what you know nothing's all better right. than that i have to say though Canada needs to cut the muffin or put their little muffin ears on. Don't listen. Um, I like the popcorn better at Germany than at Canada. I agree. I do. I, I agree. See, I the popcorn What's the so German good. popcorn? It's the same. It's maple popcorn, but it's like the Werther's maple candies, oh. like melted. It's so good. So it's like maple caramel. It's so really good. delicious. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like I said about France, you can't go wrong with anything that you order here. And we yeah. need to talk about the honorable mention, which is warm bread pudding. 
um, that's a little bit salty and a little bit sweet. And it's so good inside of Summerfest in the Germany Pavilion. It has that caramel sauce, vanilla sauce. It's so good. It's warm. I'm drooling. It sounds amazing. It's really good. Everything, everything at this, yeah. Yes. Just everything. go in there. Go in there. Try Is it, it out. very sweet? It's bread pudding. So it's it's Ish. a really good balance of the bread not being sweet plus like the caramel sauce and the vanilla sauce on there adding mm. that sweetness. Sounds it's it's so really good. good. I love bread pudding. Is the caramel pecan bar very sweet? That sounds really yes. sweet. Yeah, but very good. And you only kind of like how you buy fudge. You only buy a little piece of it. Yeah. You Uh, only buy a little piece of the the caramel pecan bar and a little bit goes a lot with your coffee. I mean, so good. I was just going to ask, do they serve good coffee? I don't know. That is another. There's no way they no. They have to serve regular German coffee. I don't know. It's something we should um, get out your notebook. We should do coffee around the world. I'll just go over to Norway and get a Viking coffee. Yes. Coffee around the world. We need to research this. Anyway, on to the next booth or next pavilion, which is China. Um, I had to do something savory again because I love Chinese food. And so the pot stickers are definitely worth it. You can get behind that. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. No, I'm good. also going to argue that the mainstay food in China is better than the festival food in my recent experience. I haven't eaten there in years. Mm. I haven't had the great, like for me, the China festival food, and I know that's not we're ta- what we're talking about today, is hit or miss. There's like one yes. good thing on the menu and one not good thing on the menu. And you have to know which one to get. But the mainstay pot stickers are always Delicious. good. Yeah, it's always a good little pick me up treat. You can get it with your tipsy ducks and love, I guess. Salty, (laughs) delicious. Yeah, enough said about that. All right, Norway is another one. Um, School bread is the one that people talk about. This one's pretty obvious when it comes. Yeah, like there's not anything. If any broke. Yeah, and but I think people have very strong feelings about school bread, and either they love it or they hate it, and there's no middle ground. But the people who love it rave about it, and like there's no alternative there. So, if you've tried the other snacks at the bakery, they're all pretty good. The, all the little bakery sweets, but school bread, I love school bread. I've had school it before when good. it's not great, when it's a little stale, but if it's not stale. I love okay. it. It's delicious. Plus they put Olaf on the top of it. Yes. But if you, if you're not aware, school bread is um, a sweet roll filled with custard and dipped in coconut. It's, it is really good. I'll say it's not something like I have to have every time I go, but if I'm, the, if I'm in the mood for a semi-sweet nosh, I think it's perfect for breakfast. I, will, yes. yeah, I was going to say, I will tell you when it's fantastic. When you've rope dropped, frozen you come out of frozen the park's already open you have some time before you're going to your next ride and you stop and get school bread that right. is a good this plan. is when my family likes to head over to france and get a crepe or go into leal and i think we're gonna i would much rather do this it's, it's not delicious crowded no plus they have the viking coffee right here too so it's a perfect coffee. oh yeah that's right coffee yeah. and um school bread stop Plus the bathrooms right there. The cute bathrooms are there. And the line, even though this is another really popular um, 
choice for people, the line is never quite as long as it is no. over in France. No. This one opens up before 11. Yes. Very few that opens up before 11 a.m. And this is one of them. Um, Lay or Lazal does also yeah. open before 11. That's what I'm saying. Around the world, though, it's very, there's like a handful. I don't yeah. think the crepery opens before mm -hmm. 11. They're 11. And neither does the ice cream shop. No, the ice cream shop does not. But either. the bakeries do because the bakeries offer um, breakfast yeah. items. Yeah. yeah. So. No, this, is, this is a good stop. Yes. All right. Mexico. I couldn't just pick one. So hard to choose <laughs> in Mexico. Mexico. I think the reason people like to start in Mexico, if they're not going over to Mexico, you know, first, or if they're not going to the world showcase first thing in the morning, like if they're doing future world first and then heading over to the world showcase, they start in Mexico because it has Margarita. fantastic snack options. It does. And they're not as, um, Exactly. I mean, everybody likes Mexican food, I feel. Yes. You're right. So, like, there's nothing you haven't heard of before. That's right. my problem with Mexico. I'm like, man. You want something different. Well, yes. Yeah, because we're the mask moms. I agree I with you. Different. I don't want, like, I can order Mexican. I agree. You know, but I, I think... But I think the reason why Mexico is in general so popular is because everything is, everything's good and every, you know, you've heard of it all. You've probably tried it all, but um, a great snack, a great option for a smaller, lighter, not lighter, a smaller definitely lunch. Definitely not lighter. Definitely not lighter. They make a loaded nachos with beef, sour cream, guacamole, cheese, and jalapenos. It's delicious. And we need to make our honorable mention. You can get churro bites with caramel sauce. Not quite as good as the churros in Disneyland, but pretty, pretty darn good. No, these are really, really good. And um, they're bites. They're not like the huge. I like the sticks. churro bites. Yeah, they're easier to share. We've done, we've sat down and ordered both of these. I will mention the nachos are fantastic if you started in Canada and start drinking around the world and ended in Mexico. You they could start are. in Mexico with a with a margarita and nachos. I mean, that's iconic. Yes. So. I'm gonna say my favorite though snack here at Cantina de San Angel is actually the empanadas. Empanada. Well, and and they're gonna edge out, in my opinion, the nachos only because of the walkability. And I can hold a margarita yes. in one hand and eat my empanadas with the other. You're right. Something to consider. So. But if we're ending in Mexico, we'll probably need to sit for a bit. Yes. So and then I would do my nachos. That is, true. that is one of my favorite places to sit is because it's somewhat shaded. You're on the water. I like it. One it of my favorites. Nice. It's always crowded, though. Always crowded. Always. It is, but Mexico I feel like you stand, you stand for like maybe four or five minutes. You're going to see somebody get up. Divide yeah, nobody conquer. stays in Mexico for long, do they? Mm -hmm. They don't. You sure they do their tequila shots and then they're out of there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. We made it all the way around we the made world. It all the way around the world. And we have like five other podcast episodes that we need to record. <laughs> <laughs> well done, ladies. All this right. Productive. Time for the mouse tip. All right. So we've talked about this before. The mouse tip is that the dining plans are back for 2024 vacations with check-ins beginning on January 8th of 2024. So you can go ahead and book those vacations now, adding the dining plan, um, depending on the dining plan you choose, you'll get your snack credits, use them wisely. You can use them on many of these options we talked about, not all. Um, we can help you figure it out. 
All right. There you have it. The Mouse Mom's favorite snacks around the world showcase. Did we hit the mark? Did we miss any of your favorites? Please tell us. Just a quick reminder to check us out on Facebook at Mouse Mom's podcast to dive deeper into all thing, all this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review as well. We'd really appreciate it. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Can I see? See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. M-O-U.